Hi there and welcome to this week's episode of the Accepted Authority podcast. My name is Greg Roworth and I'm your host here on the Accepted Authority podcast, where each week we discuss issues relating to growing your professional service firm and particularly in the consultancy field. And as the strategy around growth in a professional service firm relies so much on you being seen as the accepted authority in your market, we understand that that is a particular area of need for most consultancy firms who are looking to grow. Now, this week, I wanted to talk about a, a, um, a recent research report that's been produced by McKinsey. And that research report is titled The Future of B2B Sales, the big reframe. And this report by McKinsey very much highlights the issues and the challenges relating to um, professional service firms and particularly around the changes since the pandemic. Now, in the post-pandemic market, considerable changes have been made and the trends in the, the market towards online um, research by our clients uh, has accelerated from uh, pre-pandemic situations. Now, really, there's nothing in this report that hasn't already been obvious to people who are uh, close to the market and who are aware of these trends. But what this report has done has really confirmed the things that we already knew and that we've been talking about on this podcast. So I thought it would be useful to give you a, a brief overview of the report that McKinsey have produced in terms of what they see as the five key uh, essential ingredients to getting ahead of the trend or at least um, being on trend with the way the market is shifting. And those key elements are ones that every consultancy firm needs to be aware of and needs to be adapting to if you are going to be competitive and remain competitive in the, the, um, the future markets. So one of the first things that uh, the McKinsey report says is that post-pandemic changes have been much more towards online uh, negotiations, online communication, online marketing, than ever existed in the past. And that's because the COVID isolation that everyone across the globe experienced moved people much more online. I'm sure if you remember back a couple of years, that trend continued. Then we had the post-pandemic uh, attrition of the markets where the employees in lots of situations, saw opportunities in a new, um, in new fields, new ways of working that hadn't existed before, where they were able to work remotely and online. And uh, that changed the way they saw the workforce and, and also the shift of, in power of the employees versus the employers. So those shifts have also related to customers and clients. Clients now have more power in negotiation than ever before. 
they have more knowledge, they have more insight into the opportunities that are available to them, and they're able to research online in ways that were never possible before. So the first recommendation of the McKinsey report is to put the customer at the heart of growth. This is so important, and we've seen this before, as we've talked about in the Accepted Authority podcast. The old style of marketing, which is all about who you are and what you do, no longer has relevance to the client. We need to put the customer at the heart of our growth. Our focus needs to be so much more on our customers and we need to build loyalty and trust by offering them value propositions and personalised experiences that suit their needs, according to the McKinsey report. So the, the way that we can do this relies so much on how much we know about our customers and our clients. We can't effectively offer our clients value propositions and personalised experiences if we don't know them well enough. So the onus is on us as consultants to dig deeper into who our clients are. What are their problems? What are their challenges? How do we serve them better than our competitors? How can we become more personalised and more focused in the way that we serve our clients so that we have that level of differentiation from our competitors. McKinsey recommends that this can be done with effective analysis and tailored content that emphasizes solutions and expertise. So it's not about the generic types of services you perform. It's about the specific results and the specific types of client problems that you're best able to, um, to serve your clients around. So it's not about being generic. It's about being very specific, customised and tailored to the clients that you understand and you know effectively enough to communicate with them around their specific needs. The next recommendation that McKinsey, the McKinsey Report makes then is to what they call break the channel mindset. They say that single channel no longer works. Hybrid is the new standard. And we've been saying that on this podcast since the beginning of the podcast. And I've got to say, while we, we're talking about the podcast specifically, a little milestone happened this week where we hit 1,000 downloads of the podcast. So a little bit of a pat on the back, if you don't mind me um, expressing my happiness and delight about the, the fact that um, we have so many listeners to the podcast and um, we've reached that milestone. Um, and you know, on the podcast, we've been talking about the need to break away from traditional marketing mindsets, which have been so much around generating referrals and you know doing that through networking um, meetings or going to networking meetings, building your own limited network, which is you know, all well and good. There's nothing wrong with that strategy, but the problem is it's a single strategy. And as we've said before, 
The problem with that strategy is there's very little control you have over the generational referrals. There's so much of the control you're handing over to your clients or your referrers, and that makes it unscalable. So creating other marketing channels uh, is so important. If you want to, to scale your ability to grow your, your business and um, scale your marketing so that it attracts more clients more consistently, we've got to be able to connect with our potential clients in different ways. And that creates a need for having a strategy, again, that is client-focused, where we're focusing on the specific types of clients that we can work with best. And how do we communicate with them so that they get the message? It takes thinking through a strategy that is relevant to our clients and offers them real value all the way through the marketing process. It's no longer good enough to hang out our shingle, more or less. It's no longer good enough just to have a website that talks about who we are and what we do. Our marketing has to well, connect with our market, connect with our potential clients in a way that is adding value all the way through that customer journey from initial uh, understanding of a concern or understanding that they have a problem, becoming aware that there's something that needs to change all the way through to researching more about that problem and how to solve that problem and to the point where they start narrowing down their options to find a service provider who can solve that problem for them. We've talked about previously on the podcast of the need to engage our clients right throughout each stage of that customer journey. And we can do that by adding value and value, valuable content that offers solutions and helps the client understand their problem in, uh, with a greater level of uh, detail and understanding so that they know that you're the authority in solving that problem. McKinsey has really identified that that process is much more valuable to our potential clients and they're much more ready to engage in that process with us so that by the time they're ready to solve their problem, they're seeing us as the only real option for them. They see us as the accepted authority around that problem. The third recommendation that McKinsey makes in this report is to create a scalable sales engine. And they say a successful sales organisation is able to repeat its best practices again and again leveraging data, technology, and agile operating methods, sorry, agile operating models. Again, we've talked about creating models and operating models and using technology to communicate that process to be able to have a scalable sales engine in your business. This comes back to really understanding what problem you solve, who you solve it for specifically, and having your own unique methodology to solve that problem. Not that you have to be totally different and come up with some brand new out-of-the-box way of solving the problem. It's not about that. It's much more about being focused on the specific needs of your specific target market 
so that you're solving their problem in a way they understand that is the best way that specific problem can be solved. So it's about degrees. It's, it's about nuances in the process. Their challenge is slightly different from the generic type of challenge because you've narrowed down your focus on a specific target market that has a specific problem. The way you solve that particular problem compared to the way the general market solves the problem can be so nuanced and niched that it becomes a unique solution that only you provide. That gives you the ability to differentiate your business from your competitors for your specific target market. So it's not about total market domination at the early stages of growth. Yeah, that may come later. Uh, you know, McKinsey, I guess, is an example of that in the consultancy world. But for most of us in the small to, to mid-market um, range, it's about niching first, becoming the dominant player in that small market, the, the big player in that blue ocean, the big fish in the small pond, if you like becoming the dominant player in your neck of the woods, in your neighbourhood, so that you can grow your business around that successful model. And once you dominate that particular area, yes, maybe you can expand that to other markets because of the reputation that you've gained in that narrow, limited market. But domination of that narrow, limited market first gives you the ability to grow rather than trying to to have the um, the general market as your target and trying to get as many clients as you can in the general market, it's a, you're like the small fish in the big pond. You, it's the red ocean that the um, Blue Ocean Strategy book talks about. You don't want to play in that red ocean. You want to be the one playing in the blue ocean where you've got the market to yourself. That's the way to create growth and scale of your business um, before you then start to expand. Many of our clients, before we start working with them, and many consultants generally, approach it the other way around, thinking that they've got to have the biggest chance possible in the biggest market. But that strategy really backfires time and time again. It's much more about being focused and being specific having a narrow target market where you can dominate in that field. Now, the next recommendation from McKinsey is to rethink the people strategy in the age of attrition. We've talked about that post-pandemic experience where our employees are much more powerful or much more informed, the same as our potential clients are much better informed that creates a different balance. We've got to create a workforce that is targeted, again, um, where they are focused around the mission that we set up our business for. We need to be uniting people who are on the same mission, have the same vision for what they want in their career. We need to be able to bring people together who are focused on achieving what we want to achieve as the owners of the business, not bringing in talent that 
has general specific uh, generalized um, capacity and capability to do the sort of work that our clients expect, but bringing in people who are united around achieving the results that we set out to achieve, there's a difference in how you approach employing people in that way. It's not about bringing in people who are trained uh, to do the sort of work that the consultants in your field do. It's around, around attracting people who are on the same mission of providing results and, and making changes, achieving that level of changing the world, if you like, from their point of view. When you approach recruiting in that way, you're not about scooping up as many people as you can to try to see who's a good fit into your business. Again, your recruiting needs to be highly targeted in the, just the same way that your marketing strategy needs to be targeted. Then we need to create processes and systems in our business that are repeatable, that make the job easy for our, our people. We don't want to rely on their skills and abilities for doing everything. We want to create repeatable processes. In some ways, it seems like an anathema to consulting firms to become McDonaldized, if I can put it that way. We don't want to think that we're you know, simplifying our business because we've got talented people. We've got clever people who are good at what they do. So it's almost against the rules to make our business simple like McDonald's have done. But what happens when you combine those two strengths, systemization and, and procedures that are repeatable with talented, motivated people who want to get results? Think about it that way. When people understand that they can get results by following a process and following a system and doing that repeatedly, to get the results your clients want and the results that they want to deliver to your clients, how much more efficient and effective can your business be when that's how you run it? Let's move on to the fifth and final change or final recommendation for, from McKinsey's report, and that is make the change stick. For transformation to truly happen, cultures, mindsets and behaviours need to change. Leaders need to inspire the change and guide the process. Again, we've talked about this in the Accepted Authority podcast, that you as the leader need to inspire the changes that you need to, to make in the business so that they stick with the people uh, that are required to make those changes in the way that your business operates. Many of our clients in the past and many consulting firms have the motivation for change, they see the value of change, but they get stuck when it comes to implementing those changes. The implementation of change is one of the hardest things that any business can go through. It's about having the courage to stick with the change, to stick with the new strategy, to, to create the change in your own business so that you can deliver the results that you're looking to deliver because of those changes. So having that courage to stick with the change, to keep enforcing the new processes, keep reinforcing the way that you want work 
to be done after you make those changes. That's the only way that you can create a scalable business that gets the results that you're looking to achieve. So when you're thinking about how to work with your people, you need to be the leader. You need to inspire the change, but you also need to implement the disciplines within your business to make sure that 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 change process is reinforced, incentivizing the right results, incentivizing the people to make that change and stick with them, incentivizing the performance that attracts the right people to deliver the right results in the right way. So hopefully you've found what I've talked about today to be informative and valuable. I am grateful for McKinsey for doing the research and putting it out for all of us to benefit from. Uh, I think that, as I said at the start, there's nothing really that we didn't know about the results of this report, but what it has done is really confirmed that what we've experienced, what we felt about the changes in the market post-pandemic are a reality. They are being experienced across the board, and this is the way of the future. So take it to heart, make a decision about how you're going to operate in your business from here on, and Understand, I mean, you can get access to this full report. Just go online and Google search future of B2B sales, the big reframe by McKinsey, and you'll find that report very easily. So take the time today. If you want to go back and, and re-listen to this and embed the learnings again in your experience so that you can move forward, then I encourage you to do that but if you want assistance to do that if you want to know more about that then I'm very happy for you to have a conversation with me about that or to go online to my website businessflightpath.com you're able to download some free reports there um, or my book cracking the code is available on that site as well um, to learn more about how you can become the accepted authority in your market Again, if you want to know more, then do the research on LinkedIn or Facebook. Just uh, do a search for Greg Roworth and you'll find my uh, LinkedIn profile. You'll find the um, free content I'm putting out almost daily on LinkedIn and Facebook. Uh, and I encourage you to go there and learn what I'm talking about uh, to enhance the way that you're able to become the accepted authority in your field. So that's it for today's podcast. I, again, hope you've received value. Thank you again to the listeners who've helped us achieve that milestone of 1,000 downloads. And I look forward to uh, hearing from you at some stage and I, yeah, getting to know you personally because it's a personalised business. Now, that's what consulting is about. We are in a relationship business, so I'd hope, that you don't remain strangers. If you like what you're hearing and what you read from me, then please make contact. Let me know, and I'm very happy to have a conversation about how to become the accepted authority in your business. So thanks again. Hope to see you next week. Greg Roworth out.